Welcome to the Freedom from Headaches podcast. I'm Tom Cobb. And I'm Phyllis Granis. We are counselors and biofeedback therapists, and the Freedom from Headaches podcasts are going to challenge current assumptions about chronic migraine and tension headaches and what really causes them. We have a secret to share. What if you are the solution? Could empower yourself to heal from the chronic headaches dominating your life, gain more freedom than you ever thought possible, and have a life where you're in control and not your headaches, a life that now only exists as a daydream. If you are tired of false hopes, failed treatments, and the endless search for triggers, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, The Elephant in the Room. You're probably wondering what I mean by that. So if last week we did some discussion about other therapies and how they impact you and how they are usually uh, done over and over and over trying to help. And so it reminded me of a story. It's an Indian tale, I believe, where the blind men all go to an elephant and they all are positioned in different places And because they can't see, they begin to assume that the position that they're in and what they're feeling is the essence of an elephant. And I thought that that's similar to what happens when a doctor grabs a tail and his way of dealing with a headache is prescribing medicine. And a chiropractor uh, does adjustments and is concerned with your posture. And so he may have the elephant's foot and he thinks that's the uh, way to go about handling a headache. Um, A massage therapist has the trunk and that's their skill and they feel that that's their way of dealing with a headache. So all of these people have a different idea of how to deal with a headache, what they can do to help you, but they're all pieces of one thing, the elephant. And so I think it's a great um, uh, uh, metaphor for how we go about treating people with headaches. Yes, and um, each of these modalities are valid. They do very good things in the areas that they've been trained to do. They can reverse all kinds of conditions and situations. But our point of view is that no one single therapy is capable of dealing with what we know to be a complex um, phenomena, which is chronic headache, migraines, and tension headaches. So uh, putting it all together is what we want to start to talk about today. Right. And so we thought it'd be great to just give you a little story about Anne. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have similar experiences that Anne has had as well. So um, Anne is going to her physician. Um, There have been some tests done, and she is feeling hopeful that the doctor's going to return with some good news because he's going to have some idea of what's causing her headaches. And it's something she's been searching for so that she can get the right treatment to get relief. Um, He comes into the office. He's cheerful. He says, oh, it's all good. Um, There's no problems. Everything's normal. But for Anne, it was a disappointment. (laughs) She's crestfallen. Now she's looking at being back to square one, now she's got a new prescription and she's faced with that whole process of trial and error. 
And not only that, now she's got to drive herself to her job where she is a person who has to stand up in front of other folks and give presentations. And one of her greatest fears is she never knows when the migraine's going to happen. If it happens on her way home, because she's feeling particularly upset about this doctor's visit, um, who's going to be there to help her? So she's experiencing so much disappointment, and she's thinking on her way, you know, there are so many medicines, and most of them are unreliable and don't help most people. So she's begun to think to herself, well, if that's what's going on, and so many people are not getting the results they're looking for, there must be something about how healthcare professionals are looking in the wrong place for the answers to not only headache relief, but even the possibility of prevention. Right. So last week we left uh, off with the question of what is happening when you know you have muscle tension in your neck or your shoulders or your back and you go to massage therapy once a week, you feel relief um, and then you have to go back the next week. So the relief only lasts for a certain amount of time. Um, what are those therapies? So uh, that's an example of uh, therapy, but you may get relief from all kinds of therapies, but they don't last. So the, the real question is, why is it that they don't last? Why is it temporary? Um, and that they're longstanding. And uh, so what we're going to be talking about is how that um, it's a complex phenomena and... Um, and the other thing, you know, as you're speaking, I'm wondering what it must feel like when you go somewhere like a massage therapist and you have that relief and you go home and then you're planning a vacation or uh, you're going to go to a party or you're going to leave town and you're dependent on that modality to give you some relief. And now they're not available. They're in a, they're someplace else. You can't call them up on the phone and find out how you can do this or what can I do to help myself so um, that brings on upset and concern and fear because you're left with no tools. Right. So, um, and that's why we really deal with the whole person. And, you know, a lot of people who don't understand migraine think, oh, you have a headache. You have a migraine. It's all, it's all in your head. That's where the pain is. But, but migraine sufferers suffer a lot of other things that go along with the migraine. There's nausea. There's dizziness. There's brain fog. There's stiffness. There's fatigue. And those are just a few things. And while you might not have all of those symptoms, you're likely to have quite a few of them. And um, and then that takes us to the types of headaches that we're talking about that we work with, considering that we look at the whole person and can't separate you from what's going on with you and look at you as somebody that we can help everything about you with all the things that you're that you're suffering from. Right. So the types of headaches that we deal with are uh, chronic migraine headaches, migraines, uh, chronic tension headaches, chronic uh, mixed headaches that have both migraine and tension. Some people know that they have both. Um, cervicogenic headaches, uh, where the neck muscles are tight and generating headaches, uh, falls into that category. Um, so what we, it, it seems when you go to the doctor and you get a diagnosis that, oh great, I've got a diagnosis, well then what are we going to do about that? Um, but it's very confusing because there's a lot of overlap between all of these types of headaches. 
And um, we, uh, I mentioned it in the last podcast, that uh, we were fortunate enough to be trained uh, with electronic instrumentation that actually can measure the amount of muscle tension uh, in a muscle. And what we what this does for us is it allows us to determine not only that the muscle is tight, but that it cannot relax. And that is really important. But getting back to the types of headaches, what we've discovered is that muscle tension is common to all of these headaches. So a migraine person um, searching for triggers, uh, red wine or hot tubs or barometric pressure changes is thinking that there's some kind of a trigger that causes the headache to get started. And they may be discounting the muscle tension that they feel, or they may not even be aware of the muscle tension. Um, But what we've discovered is that muscle tension is a common factor between all of these types of headaches. Now for migraines, there's another factor. It's the... um, the vasodilation and vasoconstriction of the vascular system. Um, But we feel that muscle tension is also involved in making a person more sensitive to those changes as well. Um, And what we've discovered over the years, we've been doing this for a very long time, is that not everybody with muscle tension has headaches, but everybody with headaches has muscle tension. And further, what we've discovered is that when they get rid of that muscle tension, they get rid of their headaches. So it's a common factor across all of those types of headaches. Right. And one of the amazing things is is that we can measure this muscle tension. We have, quote, a test that actually shows us in real time in the real thing that's going on because we can measure it, we can see it, and the client can see it. And all the other modalities and professionals that are using their knowledge to um, find out what's going on, like a doctor test of CAT scans and MRIs, those tests will not show muscle tension. And so like for Ann, when the doctor came in and said, oh, it's wonderful, everything's great. No, it's not. Not when you're having chronic headaches. But those tests are what he relies on. So, And what, we, he, what he actually means by that is that you don't have a brain tumor. Right. You have no pathological reason right. for the, your nothing headaches. Nothing else that he can treat. That's right. And that's important. Everybody needs to have that analysis to make sure Absolutely. that they're, they're treating the right thing. Right. So it's a, that's a very good point. I'm glad you mentioned it. But the fact that, that a headache person can, uh, when we were in private practice, come into our office and see for themselves that their tension was so high, you know, so far above normal, um, it was revelation to them. Well, an interesting point about that is very commonly I would hook somebody up to the equipment and ask them, are you tense? And they would say, no. (laughs) And I would say, well, for some reason, your neck muscles and your jaw muscles are 10 or 15 times above normal. Can you relax those down to normal? And they couldn't. Right. And that demonstration was profound. And for me, I would say, are you relaxed? Before I turn the computer on, right? And they go, yeah, I'm relaxed. I'm sitting in this great chair. My feet are up. And then they, and I'd say, do you think that's relaxed? Just by what you just said, uh-huh. 20 times above normal. And they're horrified and impressed. 
Right. Because now, for the first time, somebody's been able to point to something real that's going on in their body. Right. And for them, that's like not only hopeful, but amazing right. that there actually was something that they could find out truly that was going on. And I loved to get engineers coming in my office. We, uh, our office was near Hewlett Packard and engineers would come in with headaches and they would tell me the first thing, I don't believe in therapy. I said, <laughs> okay, fine. Let's hook you up and see. And the electronic instrumentation that they did believe in was capable of showing them what was going on inside their body. Amazing and profound. Then you had them then, right? Yeah, absolutely. I said, okay, all you need to do is get this down to normal. Right, yeah. That's awesome. and, and when they did, wow, voila. Mm. Yeah. So does that mean that muscle tension is the cause? Not really. What it is is a major condition that everyone with chronic migraine and tension headaches and mixed headaches, and even those people who've gotten diagnosis based on how they particularly interpret their experience and what they're feeling, it may be a different one than they've been diagnosed from. So, But it is a condition that they all share. And because that's there, um, it, it lets us know that other things are occurring in the body too. And because the muscle tension is measurable and the person with the headaches can see it, it confirms these other changes and, and they're in your physical body and in your emotional body, and they all contribute to this complex phenomenon of migraine and headache pain. And confirming muscle tension is like the X that marks the spot on a map leading to the treasure, and the treasure is no more headaches. So once you understand how this chronic muscle tension got formed and has been held in place, it gives you an entree into all of the other changes that have happened for this to happen. Uh, and it's also an indicator that those other changes are being reversed as you reduce the level of muscle tension. Um, so, you know, we go back to the kind of the perennial question that, uh, taking Anne, for example, her uh, story may be that uh, she works in an office and she has a friend who does not have headaches and yet they, they are exposed to the same stresses in their office, the same pressures. Um, but her friend can have a cup of coffee and not get a headache. Anne has a cup of coffee and gets a headache. Um, and has trouble getting to sleep at night, and her friend doesn't. And um, so even though everything in their lives are the same, they have the same number of children, they go, tr commute the same distance to work, they're doing the same work, uh, Anne's headaches are, are so bothersome and so upsetting and, and reoccur so often that there's got to be another factor. Um, so it can't be the result of just an activating day that causes a headache. There's got to be something else going on here. Right. So... Um... When you think about it, and you can see that how you think, how you feel, and how you act activates the autonomic nervous system, and the autonomic nervous system affects different systems in the body in certain ways, and if you're vulnerable to headaches, headaches are the result of this chain of events that got started at some point in time and are still happening. But the good news is, is that you can re-engineer this 
happening and reverse all of those changes that have occurred. But you first, you need to know what they are and how to do it. So next week, we're going to explore the next link in this chain of events. And we'll hope you'll join us there. See you then. Thanks for listening. And be sure to take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review. You can also visit us at freedomfromheadaches.com.